Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees Podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host, Joe Milmine, and this is episode 164, Knitted Wreaths for Christmas. Hello, hello, and welcome into episode 164 of the Shiny Bees podcast. Today is Tuesday, the 17th of November, and I'm Jo, I'm your host, and I'm back again with you today to share whatever that noise is, whatever that dog is doing outside, <laughs> screeching. Maybe maybe it's just really excited about what I've got to talk to you about, but today I'm going to be talking about uh, knitted wreath patterns for Christmas because I just think Christmas needs to be turned up till 11 turned up to 11 rather this year and talk needs turning down a bit so yeah hello hello welcome in if you're a new listener today thank you for joining us I hope you'll enjoy the patterns I've got to share with you today and a bit of chit chat and if you're a returning listener as always thank you so much for coming back to hang out with me again I always appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast and sharing a bit of crafty chat. So yeah, today, turning turning festive up to 11, I am one one of those people, capital T, capital P, who goes and buys their real Christmas tree in the last week of November so that, you know, I'm totally on board. I do it every year. I don't even care. I'm not even close to being sorry about it. I am that person who is is there buying their Christmas tree, going to the Christmas tree farm and picking the Christmas tree and having them hack it down and putting it in my boot and bringing it home and decorating it. That is me. I am not sorry. I'm nowhere near sorry. I am one of those people who I'm not like getting excited in September or anything, but I absolutely love fairy lights. They're one of my favourite things in the world. And I just, a Christmas tree feels really cosy. And so I'm, I'm one of those people that does that. He goes to get a tree really early and embraces all of the Christmas things as soon as it is, well, not even socially acceptable. I mean, once Remembrance Sunday is over and done with, as far as I'm concerned, like get your trees up, don't be a Grinch. Now, obviously, not everyone who listens to the podcast does celebrate Christmas, which is cool, you know, and um, I do. I I love it. But you don't have to celebrate Christmas to love getting festive. So that's going to be our kind of, you know, theme for the days is getting festive. How can we turn festive up to 11, right? We're all stuck in our houses still. And, you know, Boris is so nowhere going to let us out on, on the third or whenever it is supposed to get reviewed. Don't matter, I've been locked down up north for pretty much the whole time anyway, so whatevs. It rains all the time, there's nowhere to go anyway. Cheers easy. So I've gone a little bit overboard in the whole Christmas thing. I don't normally go in for the whole hog. Like I don't decorate the entire house with Christmas themed things, but I do get my tree up early and I have honestly I have fairy lights up all year. Um I have some cable and cotton lights. They're a shop in Brighton. I'll put a link in in the show notes. And they do these handmade paper uh, 
fairy lights. You can pick whatever colour you want. And they come with one of those like rattan looking, it's not rattan, it's thinner than rattan, balls in whatever colours you want. And you can decorate with them. I love them. Got them in the kids' rooms, got them downstairs in the living room, have them up all year round. I'd quite happily put the LED ones up. No issues with that as well. It just doesn't quite match my decor, whereas these ones do. And I take it a little bit seriously, so I have them all year. But when it comes to the Christmas tree, I'm keen. I'm keen for a little bit of tack. I love a bit of tinsel. I love tinsel yarn. That is famous. You know that about me. I do love tinsel yarn. Not particularly environmentally friendly. However, you're not going to wash it. It's tinsel yarn. And you're going to keep it forever. It's tinsel yarn. So, you know, eh. I think if you're not just going to chuck it out, then it's not that unfriendly to the environment. Um, personally obviously if you're just going to use it once and chuck it then yeah it absolutely is and I just love it I love the whole thing I love the fairy lights I love a real Christmas tree I love all of all of that the mulled wine everything the mince pies I'm there so obviously because it's miserable at the moment I've gone for that like a week early but I'm also considering expanding the repertoire of decoration and I I again famously you can look back through my Instagram always buy ideal home Christmas edition as soon as it comes out usually in like September October I've not seen it yet this year I don't think I've got the your home Christmas but I've not got ideal home Christmas yet and I read it and I giggle to myself about how nobody has like a, a basket of slippers for your guests so they can feel nice and cosy, you know, by the door. And now they have like all of these candles going up this beautiful Victorian staircase. And I'm like, yeah, they'd be totally trashed in my house. The dogs would have eaten them. Kids would have set fire to something. Like it's not going to happen. I'm also not going to leave a, a box of slippers out for my guests. But they are, they've got some good like inspo, colour inspo and ideas. So, uh, you know, I sit there with my cup of rooibos and I get all all cosy and I'm like, I'm just going to read my ideal home Christmas. It's amazing. It's one of my massive guilty pleasures. And along with pantomime, love pantomime. Not sure how we're going to get on with pantomime this year. Not sure how we're going to get on with the nativity. Probably not going to happen. Well, my kids don't go to a church school anymore anyway, so they're not going to be doing a nativity whether or not. But, you know, I'm all for that crimbo coziness. And I've covered quite a few topics related to Christmas before. I've done a nativity pattern pick, nativity. I've done a Santa-inspired one where I found some amazing comedy knitting patterns for things like an entire cosy for your toilet, you know, that now that's going to impress your guest. Why that's never been an ideal home Christmas, I've no idea, frankly. It's amazing. Again, questionably unhygienic, but if it's acrylic, you could just wash it. I think it'd be fine. Nice and cosy though. If you've got one of those cold Victorian houses, then it's nice and warm for you, you know, your guests to put a little botty on, isn't it? Not sure it's COVID secure, but whatever. Whatever, Trevor. So yeah, I've been thinking about that and thinking about expanding the decorations. Now, I'm not, I'm honestly, I'm not probably going to have time, not probably, definitely not going to have time to knit a wreath this year. So I've been looking at acquiring one that's ready made online, probably not a real one. I've been, again, I've made real wreaths before. It is really good fun. And there's lot there's lots of places around where I live where I could go and acquire some 
uh, holly and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. I've got a couple of eucalyptus trees in my garden that I could cut some eucalyptus off that smell really lovely. You know, I could do that, that whole thing. Um, but I'm not going to like, I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to, frankly, it's, I'm not going to have time. So I am just going to go for it and order it and then put it up and feel good about it being up and and consider like the handmade wreaths for next year. But that doesn't mean you're not going to make them. And it also doesn't mean that I might not have a complete change of heart in the next few weeks and start making these. And they still need to be shared. You know, if you're going to go whole hog on the whole decoration thing this year and maybe you're looking for some ideas... Um, there's some really cool patterns out there. So that is going to be the topic of today, but definitely let me know what you're doing for your decorations, whether you're decorating for Christmas or another festival or just general winter decorations. Send them to, send them to me. I love it. Love interiors, love a little bit of uh, decoration action. And I love knowing what other people have on their trees as well. I quite enjoy Kirsty Allsop's um Twitter account at this time of year because people just start tweeting her pictures of their trees and I quite like having a look. The tree decorations are always a big kind of thing in our house because every year we add a new one, a new decoration to do with the year. There are some quite interesting tree decorations on Etsy. A uh, little bit sweary, little bit topical for the year and probably quite an interesting way to remember those. Can you imagine when I'm about 60 and it's like, oh grandma, why have you got this this decoration that says F2020 on it. <laughs> well, let me tell you about the time. So every year I add a new one. So getting them out and going through them all and putting them on the tree is a real big thing uh, for me. I really enjoy it. So yeah, cool, cool stuff. So get a brew, get your knitting and I'll chat you through some knitted wreath patterns. So as promised, I have scoured the internet high and low, crossed many dangerous seas in order to find you some good pattern suggestions for some knitted wreaths. There are quite a lot of options out there for knitted wreaths and not just for Christmas. Christmas is the theme of this particular pattern pick, but some of them have got options that you could change them and use them for a different holiday depending on the yarn used or indeed they are just a little bit more generic than Christmassy so hopefully there will be some options for everyone even though obviously the theme is is primarily Christmas driven. Now I did my initial research on Ravelry which does seem a little bit easier to use at the moment although they are retiring classic Rav, no surprises there. So I have done my initial research on there. Unfortunately, it's still the easiest way to find patterns. However, any links in the show notes, which will be at shinybees.com forward slash 164 for this episode. If there is an option to link directly to a designer's website or to another site that is not Ravelry, then that is the link that I'll put in there be a worse there are some that there is not an option to do that so click on any links with care if you are affected by any of the accessibility issues that are still ongoing on Ravelry. So first pattern then is the Woolly Wreath and Garland by Church Mouse Yarns and Tees. So 
they have quite a lot of patterns for various stuff. A reasonably big kind of designer, yarn, purveyor. And this pattern is a paired pattern. It's US, six US dollars. And um, there are three different options. So you've got a large wreath option, you've got a small wreath option, and you've got a garland option. And the, this one is definitely more of a neutral wreath. It isn't very obviously Christmas. It's made with big kind of loops of yarn. So it, it could be an anytime wreath, frankly. And pimp it up how you want to. If you want to make it more Christmassy and sparkly, maybe you could add a carry-on thin bit of, of, of yarn and glittery thread, perhaps. If you want it to be an everyday all year yarn, um, wreath rather, then use an everyday all year yarn. I mean, frankly, why is there not a reason to have a wreath up all year round if it's made of yarn? There isn't one. Exactly. I agree completely. So it's made out of bulky yarn. The small one takes two skeins. The large one takes four. And the garland is a single skein piece. And to make the wreath, you need also a boxed wire wreath form and muslin fabric to match the yarn. So you get the wreath form, you cover it in the muslin fabric so that it's all the same colour. And then you put the knitted looped cover on top of that. I really like the styling on it. It's hung up with a really wide ribbon that's tied in a big bow, which I think looks really cool. The pattern calls for more expensive yarns. Um, I probably wouldn't bother using wool wool for this, particularly if I was wanting it to go outside on the door or something because yeah, I live in the north and it's going to be covered in rain and all sorts of stuff. So I want something that's going to be easy to remove and wash or spot clean if I need to. So I would probably go for an acrylic for this but obviously there's nothing wrong with using if you want to use an ordinary wool and you're happy to go for the extra care that needs then then by all means do but something like stylecraft special a lion brand yarn a king hole something like that would be entirely suitable for this it's a bulky yarn pattern so even if you wanted to add two two uh, two strands together to make up the bulky yarn for another different effect you could totally do that I would love it personally in King Cole Tinsel Chunky because that's just the kind of girl I am and um, if I wasn't going to use that yarn I'd probably as I mentioned before use a carry-on thread like uh, Drops Glitter Thread or the Twillies of Stamford Goldfinger I think it's called which is a, you know another thin thread that you could use to just add a bit of twinkle if you were using an ordinary yarn so that is the Woolly Wreath and Gar Garland by Church Mouse Yarns and Teas. I have not got my teeth in today, have I? The second one I've got is called Aretha. <laughs> I picked it for the name, I'm not going to lie. By Rachel Klusner of Diabolical Yarns. This is a paid pattern as well. It is five US dollars and it is designed for a worsted weight yarn or you could use fingering held double for this. It's a knitted wreath, a stocking stitch goes all the way around the wreath with a sort of tufted appearance, so slip stitches are used to create tufted areas. It, make, it makes it kind of more kind of flower-shaped rather than a complete circle. So it's pretty versatile. You could use any kind of yarn you wanted for this. If you wanted to theme it for a particular holiday, then just pick the colours 
to theme for that holiday. Maybe it would be Halloween or maybe you want a Valentine's wreath or whatever it is. You could just change the different yarns to see what you wanted to theme it as really. So I think this would be a really great basic template if you wanted to knit a wreath and then add a lot of different adornments, little miniature knitted things to it or leaves or flowers or whatever. It's a good kind of basic, this could be the bottom of the wreath and then you can personalise it afterwards. So that is urethra. Urethra. It sounds like urethra. Urethra. Not urethra. Not the same thing. Urethra. Number three is the Woodland Wreath by Frankie Brown. I think Frankie Brown is a genius. Absolute tons of patterns. Very prolific on the pattern front for cute little bits of things. She's been in the um, pattern pick about a million times. Absolutely fab designer, I think. I love the different things that are made. I love the attention to detail. I like that a lot of them are modular, so you can knit little bits and then put them all together to have a bigger thing. Um, she does blanket patterns. Frankie's Knitted Blanket is another, you know, again, really popular pattern. This pattern for the Woodland Wreath is free. And if you've enjoyed the pattern, Frankie suggests that you make a donation to the Children's Liver Foundation. So a lot of the free patterns that she offers are you know, you have an option to make a donation to the Children's Liver Foundation if you've enjoyed them. So this is fab. It's a knitted wreath again, obviously, that's the theme, but it's in DK yarn this time and it's covered all over with little woodland creatures and plants and flowers. There's a little miniature owl, there's some toadstools, there's leaves, there's acorns, there's bluebells, there's all sorts of little different bits and pieces that are on there and this makes it a yeah it's a wreath and yeah it can look super Christmassy because it's obviously it's green it's woodland themed but it doesn't have to be it can be an anytime wreath and you can pick again pick and choose what different little ornaments you want to put on there so that is Woodland Wreath by Frankie Brown. Number four is the Hampstead wreath which is a play on words for Hampstead Heath. This is by Wendy Baker and Belinda Bowden. It's a free pattern and it's produced by Mason Dixon Knitting on Ravelry. Now, Mason Dixon Knitting was renamed a few months ago to Modern Daily Knitting, but it still says Mason Dixon Knitting on the Ravelry listing for this. So I've mentioned both in case that changes and at some point later on you're looking to find this pattern via a bit of Googleage rather than via a link in my show notes. It is a circular wreath with a cabled pattern that kind of starts at the top and then runs down either side. So the very top of the wreath almost looks like a bit like a, a, a cabled swag and then the cables go down to the bottom and then around the bottom it has got pom-poms on it in red and green and white on this version. Clearly you could do any pom-poms you like. So definitely like the knitter's wreath. Again, it's only Christmassy because it's got red, green and white on it and the colours we associate with Christmas. This could be a total anytime wreath depending on what colours you choose for the pom-poms and what you choose for the outside. The outside in this version is knitted in brown, so, you know, it's a neutral. You could put anything you want on there. And the way that they have made the wreath sturdy is to use foam or polystyrene pipe plug-in. You know, when you um, have a pipe and you get that kind of grey... Um, cover the lagging that you put over a, a pipe to stop it freezing 
they've used that to make the inside of the the wreath and make it stand up and give it some structure, which is super easy to get hold of. You can get it from pretty much anywhere. Um, B&Q, Screwfix, I'm sure you have an equivalent wherever you are. And it's a much kind of easier and cheaper way, I guess, to do it. Now, the pattern also suggests that you can add different things other than a pom-pom and that applies to any of these patterns of course so maybe you could add some pine cones for some kind of natural festive nice smelly stuff maybe you could add some baubles if you want to go bling bling maybe you could have a combination of those to go with it obviously you could add some little nitty creatures you go back to the woodland wreath and or check out some of frankie brown's other stuff when it comes to knitting little creatures and little miniature things for you to add in there. You could add some actual foliage if you've got a eucalyptus tree in your garden or holly or whatever else just to add that Christmas touch and then remove it afterwards potentially and change it for, for the next season. So it's knitting Serdar Big Softy, so super available, quick knit and shouldn't be too expensive on the yarn front. Obviously, if you want to change that for something else, go for it, you know, no big deal there. So that is the Hampstead Wreath by Wendy Baker and Belinda Bowden. And as I said, that one is free. Number five is the Merry Knitmas Advent Wreath by Sue Stratford of Knitting and Gin fame and the Bolt Sweat, not Bolt, Bolt. I always get confused. It's the Volt sweater, but I always think you say Bolt and then I say Bolt instead. It's not that. So the Volt sweater was really popular a couple of years ago and it's the one with the big lightning bolt and Tarsia lightning bolt down the side. Still not knitted it. Still definitely need to. And you might have also seen the knitting and gin little pin badges that you get. And Sue also does patterns for loads of other stuff. And the Merry Knitmas Advent Wreath is one of them. It comes as an ebook, So it's £11.50 to buy as an ebook, And that contains 25 patterns to make up the Advent Wreath. You can knit it in either DK or 4-ply. And the main wreath body is quite festive and cool. I quite like it. So it's a plain kind of neutral light kind of whitey creamy color and then all over it it's got mistletoe and holly in the wreath all around the top of the wreath so it looks almost like an intarsi it might be intarsi i've not gone that far into the book yet um the patterns or, or attachments either intarsi or they've been sewn on afterwards doesn't really matter which they're all the way around it. And then there are patterns for 24 other little tiny decorations to put on it. And the dead cute. There's like a little dog. There's a little hedgehog. You know, loads of different cute little things just to put on top of it that you can pick and choose. And obviously these little miniatures you could knit and make them into decorations for your tree. Maybe you could put some thread through the top of them to, to make a hanger, use a hanger or maybe crochet a little chain and make that the hanger. But the, the loads of options for just a bit of fun and they're tiny. They are tiny, tiny little things that you could, you theoretically you could knit really quickly, but we all know that little, little knitted things take a lot longer than we think, but ra rather satisfying, I think. So dead cute, really cute and something I think you would probably come back to using these patterns again because they'd be great for maybe even using for tags on presents or whatever else or a secret santa or a little swap 
you would you could definitely use these patterns for that as well. So that is the Merry Knitmas Advent Wreath by Sue Stratford. And finally, I have the Christmas Jumper Wreath for you by Zoe Michelle. It is a free pattern and it's for a knitted wreath. So it is a circular wreath. A wreath. Circular wreath. God, I sound so northern. It's a wreath. It's a wreath. I'm getting a wreath. A circular wreath. And it looks like a, just a fair owl pattern all the way around it. So like you would see on a fair owl patterned yoke, but it, it, it goes around the circle of the wreath. There's a few different options. There's uh, one with reindeer on it. There's one with some robins on it. I love a robin. So cute. Get loads of robins around here. And they're so lovely. I, I really enjoy watching them. Robins and wrens we get a lot of. Uh, red cardinals um, is another option. There's... One that's got ivy and oak and holly leaves on if you want something that's a little bit more woodland themed again. And what I quite like about this one, it's quite cheeky. So on the back, there is a design for adding a message, adding a message to to the wreath. And, you know, like I said, Merry Christmas, love from whoever. But there's also a chart so you could put Merry Christmas, mother, blah, blah, blah. Um, as as per Die Hard, basically. So I thought it was great. It's Aran weight, so it should be pretty quick. And the yarn, I'd probably go for Stylecraft again, or maybe Karen if Stylecraft isn't that available where you are. And um, pick some nice bright colours for it and, and crank that bad boy out. But yeah, it looks really quite impressive. And I like the cheekiness of having the greeting on the back. It's definitely something you could knit for the person who has everything but does not have one with Die Hard sayings on the back. So they're my six suggestions for wreaths for knitted wreaths for Christmas. Clearly, there are some that are not super Christmassy. So hopefully I've kind of found something that anyone could could make. Some of them are just not Christmas themed at all, but would be appropriate for Christmas, depending on the colours. And some that are turbo Christmassy as well. So go check those out. The Show notes will be at shinybees.com forward slash 164 and come over to the Shiny Bees Podcast Club on Mighty Networks. You can join us if you've not already. It's shinybees.com forward slash community and then you will be redirected to Mighty Networks. They've got an app as well you can download to your phone or you can use it on desktop. And let us know if you've knitted any of these or decide to, definitely show me the pictures. And if you are just getting a little bit turning the festive up to 11, I, I want to see, like, you don't even need to be in the community for that. Just tag me on social, show me what you're up to, show me your trees, show me your deck, show me your mince pies, show me I'm a ruler cream because I don't drink Baileys. Like, I want to see it all. I love it. So, yeah, that's all I've got time for this week. Hopefully you will have enjoyed the show and got some ideas and inspiration for your own knitted wreaths. And in the meantime, have a lovely, lovely week. Happy crafting and I will speak to you all again soon. Cheers. You've been listening to the Shiny Bees podcast. Come and join other listeners of the show, get some ideas and inspiration and chat with like-minded knitters over at shinybees.com forward slash community. And join us over there on the Shiny Bees Podcast Club. I feel a need to laugh again with you if that's alright.